Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friend, a podcast where two friends drink alone together. Oh my together. god. Yeah, for some reason we do oh my goodness for some reason without it threw everything off friend threw yeah, everything without off. the s and the two we're just i'm obert <laughs> and i'm chris <laughs> <laughs> oh man tud uh tud couldn't make it today he couldn't make it <laughs> the the soundboard troubles have uh have overtaken his life yeah uh he's watching our friend dan compete on american ninja warrior tonight yeah there you so. go there's a there's there it is yeah our buddy dan uh lifelong friend dan who's been on the podcast before he has been on the yeah. podcast yeah i was gonna say y'all have heard his voice before well i was gonna say now this is the second most famous he's ever been being on national tv right after being <laughs> on an episode of our podcast yeah that's true yes uh we're really lucky we could give him this break you know like um without us who knows what he would have done but uh but no, very exciting stuff. I haven't watched the run yet. I'm going to uh, I'm going to do that probably probably tonight. So yeah, um, yeah. Pull and that and in Montana, the episode literally just started as we started recording. So I'm not able to to watch it. But I'm gonna gotta catch the rerun for sure. <laughs> oh, but uh, what's going on? Obert, how's everything been? I saw some amazing pictures uh, this week. I saw the one that you posted to the Instagram. If you want to check that out, follow us on Instagram. Oh um, yeah, it was uh, it was a beautiful lake, beautiful. Lake. Yeah, it was good. It was a good hike uh, over on the east side of Glacier National Park. They just opened up. Uh, so I was looking through my old pictures, and this is the third year in a row I've done it. And beginning of June, I go over there and do this hike to uh, it's the Grinnell Glacier Trail. Um, Super crowded in July, but I love going in June because you get that super aquamarine, greenish blue lake. And uh, yeah, sweet picture, good beer from Imagination, one of my favorites here in Montana, out of Missoula. Um, but uh, it was a good, it was a good hike. Good to get out there, get some of that nice early season hiking in for sure. Yeah, um, it looked awesome. I mean, I know we've talked about it before, but like I always talk about one of my like bucket list spots to go is moraine lake in canada and oh yeah and obert has said that like oh we got lakes like that in montana so (laughs) (laughs) that's one of them for sure yeah yeah uh (laughs) so uh yeah we are um super excited um it was pretty awesome pretty good looking i want to go i want to come out and visit more so than ever now so thanks (laughs) yeah well there'll always be uh, a spot here for you and i'll I, I got some beer saved that we could split when you get okay nice so, nice yeah that's awesome but what's up with you i mean honestly I, i've been staring down these things for like 14 months now <laughs> oh and, yeah and uh and you know I, I i think it's about time i think it's about time we finally crack into them so for some of you longtime fans first longtime fans first time listeners um no <laughs> uh on episode 77 uh one click accident uh i oh yeah wait that was you bought something on amazon right with one click not knowing that like purchasing one click really meant purchasing one click exactly yes okay for those of you that don't remember but um so they 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 are these brew candies oh from from swag brewery you okay um and uh yeah i uh they basically got here i put them into the into the cupboard and forgot about them so so here they yeah. are they're still they're still here in all uh, their I'll glory s- i'll say this if i can find 
the clip. I will edit it in right here from from the original purchase, literally half the life of the podcast ago. But this place had everything. They had some really weird stuff. Like they have black licorice with like oh, salt on it. I accidentally ordered them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it said buy now with one click and I didn't really think it was going to work. <laughs> like, wait, what do you mean one click? Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> it was like, I was like, certainly there's got to be more clicks. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about this. All oh, right, well, so look at that. One Chris click. Chris yeah. struggles with, with um, numbers. Chris, yeah. you know, one, one is a single digit. It's got to be one after this first click. Not the, the first click is zero, and then you get the one click. It's one click, but it's really Chris was expecting five. Yeah, I thought at least two. <laughs> Anyways, so I'll let you know what they're what they taste like. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was pretty. So you know, I was thinking, I was like, what are we gonna do? Just two of us, no Tud. Um, and I think this is this is a fun time time waster. Uh, so brew candy, it's beer inspired hard candy. Don't worry, this will not become an ASMR podcast. Um, but it's a beer inspired hard candy. There is a hoppy IPA, a honey ale, and a roasty stout. So um, oh. I don't know. I'm 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 cautiously. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know. But I'm going to open them. I'm going to open them for the first yeah, time. I don't know which one. I think I think the honey is going to be the best one. The honey would probably be the best. You're probably right. I think so, the hop one's going to be gross. All right. So this is what they... Here we go. Here we go. This is what they look like. So they kind of look like uh, like lemons. Cough almost. drops. Yeah. Or cough <laughs> drops. Sure. Um, so there's the three varieties. Um, I assume lemon or uh, the honey ale is going to be the best. Um, so I think it's, I think the green is the, uh, the, the IPA and then these two. So I don't know. What do you think? Which one should I try? Which one should I start off with? I'll probably try them all before the end of the podcast. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I feel like you need to have a little break in between them. So yeah. I, I think you should start with the green one. It was all the way on the end of your th- the three of them. Okay. So, so the green one, uh, I'm going to open it up. It is, they're in- individually packaged. Sorry, I said no ASMR, and then I did that. How dare I? <laughs> I know. You teased us. All right. It's like a mailbag, a clock over here. What Are you Are you ch- chomping down on this hard candy? No. Okay. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to not make a lot of noise because <laughs> okay. I know that sets people off sometimes. All right, so I'm pretty sure this is supposed to be the IPA one. Um, however, not a promising start. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. However, it's ve- it's not hoppy. I mean, I guess it is like floral. Um, okay. So I guess technically that could be hoppy. It's not what I expected. Um, I don't know if I like it very much. I mean, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's it's sweet, which is I guess what you're looking for in a candy. Um, but yeah, it's it's not what I expected. I expected like bitter, almost more bitter than this. But I guess there are many many aspects to a. Um, to an IPA, and floral is indeed one of them. We've talked about it many a time. So um, yeah, well, I was gonna say there's probably a reason why there aren't other hop candies out there. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. It's not. It's definitely not bad. It's definitely not bad. Um, is it my favorite hard candy I've ever had? No, but again, we have the honey and the classic stout to go. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, is even if I'm trying to think, it's like, hmm, is this a beer? And even then, I don't think that's the case. 
I think does it's... it taste like any other candy you've had, or is it totally unique? Um, it's pretty unique, honestly. It's um, I don't know. I I don't. I've never had anything quite like this. So because it's not like fruity, it's not minty. It's 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 just floral sweetness. <laughs> so it's a little weird. Um, it's not like again, not bad, not terrible, but it's definitely not what I expected. So I'm hoping the last two are a little bit better, but uh, you know. It is what it is. We'll 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 make it through. We'll make it through. There's actually enough. I, I was just talking. I was like, I'm sending out beer boxes. I may have to include some of these. Maybe include some oh, of these yeah, in the beer be boxes. Um, little packaging, be, little treats in there. Little treats. <laughs> Hunt for the treats. Just so you guys can. Uh, well, I say you guys, but you know the people that are receiving the beer packages, which just so happen to be over in Tud, uh, <laughs> can can get in on the on the one the one click accident. So, but uh, you know. Okay. Okay. It's a different star. It's a different star. But uh, there is a really, really good way to clean my palate from from this. All of, Tell me all, more. All of this hard candy is making me thirsty. Yeah. Um, all this mouthwatering candy. All yeah. All of this mouthwandering candy. Uh, so this is a beer that I'm I'm pretty excited for, uh, and it came off a recommendation. From one of the owners of Ultimate Ales, which I've talked about before, little bottle shop. I finally got to stop by. Uh, I had one of their beers. I've had quite a few of their beers recently. So um, from Ultimate Ales, but it's a nice little shop in Mooresville, North Carolina. If you're in, if you're ever in the area, stop by. Tell them I said hi. And uh, but this is from a small micro, a small batch brewery called the Percent Tap House. And the percent tap house well percent tap house uh brewed for percent tap house by pilot brewing company so actually i guess it's a tap oh. house that uh so pilot brewing company apparently made this for the tap house according to what the can says uh this is called auspicious sunlight it is a west coast ipa brewed in dry hop with citra strata sequoia and sativia hops so kind of a cool little can design there I mean, isn't, isn't sativa like a strain of like a chemical in weed? Like, uh, uh, maybe. Don't ask me. Why are you asking That's me? That's the Cop- mellow one. Coppers. Maybe you might be right. Um, so uh, I'm pretty excited about this. They they said it was like a limited a limited run, uh, and plus the small batch brewery. I do I do think it's kind of cool. Um, so yeah, um, uh, and plus West Coast. I don't have a ton of West Coast beers on the podcast, and I think I think we need to break our East Coast bias. We have so much. We, I think we need to break free of it a little bit. So here it is. Uh, okay, the the pour. Yeah, I know. I uh, I try and bring West Coast on every once in a while, but I can't help it. I don't know if it's just hard coded in my genes growing up in New England. Oh, it, there's it, a lot more West Coast. Is. There's a lot more West Coast beers out here. But uh, I don't know. I, they New England IPAs just keep calling me home. Yeah, I, I know it's it's hard. It it, it really is hard. But uh, you know there is good beer everywhere, as I've learned living in all the states now. Um, all three of them, <laughs> the three that matter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's it definitely it's it's tough. It's uh, but we've got to try it. I gotta just keep keep pushing. And it's not that. It's never that I'm like, ew, gross, spit it out. But like, you know, I just, I love my, my, my juicy, hazy New England IPAs. So, all right. So as you can see from the webcam, the head is uh, kind of thin, but it is still there. So, um, and it's, 
it looks hazy, but it's definitely one of those darker amber-ish colors uh, versus Does it have your... some, some floaties in it? Um, uh, it looks like it may have. Yeah, it looks like it may have a little bit of floaties in there. So, you know, let's see. Let's see what we get. Oh, man, I need a beer. All right. So I actually get some some of the citrus on the nose. Um, with us, like maybe a slight bit of pine, but mostly mostly the citrus comes through. It's very sweet smelling, very sweet smelling. So let's see if that carries over into the taste. Okay, okay, I'm here for this. Uh, so wow, wow, that's a lot of it's a it, there's a lot of flavor packed in this punch. There's definitely your West Coast piney like you know punch to it, but right on right on the front before you get into the pine. Um, you do there's like quite a bit of like citrus flavors i'm i'm like an orange is coming to mind right now i know that's like it's probably not orange like once you look it up it's probably like like bill and ted and paul and pete and all them uh are probably like this is what we need tud here for we need tud here yeah as the as the actual fruit spurt i'm just i'm i'm i i don't have i don't have yeah, a doctorate in fruitology cosplay is a fruit spurt yeah <laughs> i don't have a doctorate in fruitology but uh but it's really good um it's 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 got a bit of bitterness to it but not overpowering by any means um you know i got that that orange and the pine and the pine kind of holds off and then tails off at the very end um very well done beer um man and even even now like as i'm as i have uh the flavor of the pine is still in my mouth but again it's not like it doesn't punch you in the face so much you just definitely get uh a little bit of that that nice that nice west coast ipa flavor um i'm 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 a big fan i really like it uh man i've had some bomb beers today (laughs) and uh you know i'm i'm happy that uh they pointed this out so thank you ultimate ales for this um because about more of chris's bomb beers check out the pregame check out the pregame where we uh second chance beer second chance beer reviews right oh such a good such a good one but yeah this is very good um it's uh let me see hold on it's seven and a half percent abv and which is kind of i i know it's like on point for like these kind of beers but surprising because you don't like it doesn't taste like it's 7.5 percent so um i was expecting like a six like a five and a half six so uh you know well done i mean very very good well done you were close uh sorry um but uh it was a really, really good uh, West Coast IPA. See, look, we're breaking the bias. It's happening. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give this a four and a quarter. Um, it's a really oh, wow. Yeah, it's a really good, well done. Like, I'm not saying it's going to, like, break down barriers, but it's not like a... But it's it's a very, very solid, um, very, very solid West Coast IPA um, that's not too overpowering with pine or overpowering one way or the other. I, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a four two five. I think it's a generous four two five. But I think it's a four two five. Okay, so you give it a four two five. What do you think the other seventy seven people who've had this and have checked it in on Untapped would Ooh. say that this is on average? Ooh, this is a tough one. Okay, so the people who have had this beer are Untapped users that search out small batch breweries. I think I think they'll be lower than me, but I think they're definitely above four. That's my guess. Um, that's my guess. So if it's in there, I get it right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. No, um, I'm going to say it's a 4.13. They're going to be hard to beat with a oh. 4.14. Damn it. No, gosh, darn it. 0.01 off. Oh, again, again. Oh, yeah, man. Man, Dang. I know you've been hot lately, but oh. you know what they say. 
Put it on the board. Put it on the board. Damn. Okay. Oh, man. Damn it. See, and Tud's not here to defend himself, so that's what you get for missing a podcast. Ah, uh, oh, man, I can't believe that. That's uh, he, He's probably I, I was, listening right now, breathing a sigh of relief that he didn't have to go up against that, though. So. Uh, that's true. That's true. He knows. He knows he wouldn't have been able to beat it. Damn it. Ah. Uh. Uh, well, okay, so I was honed in. I was honed in with the, but I mean, but that just proves 77 people checked it in and uh, it's a solid beer. It's very good beer. So, um, but Obert, you have a beer. I, I do. Assume, I presume. I do have a beer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is the beer I have. That throw is a back, beer. Throwback to when Chris and I were in Boy Scouts together. Oh, wow. Okay. I like this that. This is called the Merit Badge S'mores Imperial Stout. Oh, uh, okay. It's covered in little depictions of merit badges, some of which contain s'mores on them. Nice. This is, I got this in the beer box from Marissa from uh, her Portland beer excursion. Portland, uh, Oregon, that is. The uh, the better beer Portland. That's right, Todd. I said it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's, just, it's been in my fridge for a little bit, but because it's a stout, it's been kind of on the back burner of me trying to write all the, the sours and the IPAs that I've gotten lately while they're fresh. But I figured tonight would be a good night to kick this one off. It's from Little Beast Brewing. Um, okay. So I And I've never heard of them before. I don't know anything about them. I see they are out of Portland, Oregon. You, you, know. you said Little little East? Little Beast. Little Beast. Like oh, maybe yeah, a cat makes... would be a little beast. <laughs> that a makes a lot more griffin. sense. I don't know. Um, and actually, throw, the throwback to a conversation we had on the podcast about s'mores before this is their little description they say the girl scouts first created the s'more but hot cakes perfected it this s'mores imperial stout is an ode to their beloved campfire treat made with chocolate smoked malt graham flour cinnamon and vanilla and then it says brewed in collaboration with our friends at hot cakes hot cakes molten chocolate cakery that sounds amazing. I want to go yeah. to chocolate cakery right now. I know, right? <laughs> Why aren't there more of these? Why are there yeah. not more cakeries? I want to start my own Whitefish's very first molten chocolate cakery. That's uh, unreal. Uh, how is that? How is that? Uh, anyways, continue. Continue. This comes out at like 999 million on the SRM scale. Yep. Um, very, very. Not, not pitch black, but it's pretty close. Um, maybe it is pitch black. No, it's definitely like a chocolate color and not a black color. No squid ink in here. Um, smoky on the nose. I definitely get, uh, you ever had like a, a Rausch beer? I think it's called. It's like a smoky, um, Belgian or German style. I think. Yes. Yes, I have. This is the kind of, a Rausch beer aroma, which is interesting. And all of the, um, s'mores stouts, which is, this is probably my third or fourth. I've never had one that smelled smoky. So let's, uh, let's dig in. Beer. Beer. Hmm. Hmm. Huh, wow. The eyes the eyes got so big. Yeah, this is good. I so okay. Peel peel the curtain a little bit back. Part of the reason this took so long to bring on the podcast is because every s'mores beer I've had I didn't like. This one I do. Okay. Like. Okay. They, all right. All had something wrong with them that just I and I didn't think you could do it. I didn't think you could make s'mores into a good beer. But this one might be proven that wrong. Maybe you need the lava cake is the key ingredient. Oh, the hot cakery. Yeah, a ton of smokiness. Um, much much smokier than any s'more I've ever eaten. But it is very uh, evocative of the feeling of sitting next to a campfire eating a s'more. But subdued sweetness, 
low on the marshmallow. I think most of them I've had, the problem is they're all lactose beers. Um, and this doesn't go that route, I don't think. I don't think there's any lactose in here. Okay. They did talk about the vanilla, which I get. I get a little bit of vanilla, but not like super sweet vanilla. Um, like I said, it's just a good, rich, it's a rich, but in um that smoky chocolate dark way, not like a super fudgy, over sweet way, if that makes right, sense. Right, right. Um, and I think that little bit of cinnamon helps too, kind of round out that graham cracker flavor. Right. Yeah, I always feel like beers like that, and it sounds like they did a good job of balancing it all, but it's it, it, it always like, I feel like leans too far one way versus the other, so... Yeah, um, but it sounds like they did a good job, like balancing that, making sure that it's making sure that it all makes sense. Yeah, I will say disclaimer that anyone that doesn't like smoke beers, smoky beers, you won't like this beer. It's very smoky, um, but it's okay. working very well for me. It definitely, like I said, my main complaint with these is they're too sweet, and this totally balances and it kind of overpowers that sweetness, which is good. Um, let's see if I can find. I don't know, Chris. Can you tell me the ABV of this? Oh, no, uh, I have it here, 11%. I was going to say, I see it, yes. <laughs> it's 11%. Yeah. Very strong beer. Maybe that's the other problem, too, is they weren't, the other ones were just too much sugar and not enough alcohol. This this has got a nice boozy punch. Okay, okay, so you, I was about to ask if you could if you could taste the booze. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, I'm really stuck between a four and a quarter and a four and a half. I don't think it's going to earn a four and a half because it's, the smoke is a little overpowering, which I like, but I, I think I have to dock it for being an unbalanced unbalanced beer. But like I said, best s'mores beer I've had. Um, really good. I really want to try more from Little Beast. I don't know if they're just a stout brewery. I'd like to try some of their IPAs. But uh, really, I really like this one. Four and a quarter, for sure. Okay, all right. So a little, if, if, if they dialed back the smokiness, you say four and a half. So Yeah. All right, yeah. Little Beast, if you're, uh, if you're out there, pay attention. Fete attention. Um, yeah. Uh, we we have some notes. We have some notes. No. Uh, so hey, four and a half, four, two four and a quarters though. It's a good night. Good night for beer. Good night for beer. Shout out to it beer. is. Um, yeah. We get a shout out in the chat for beer. Um, so I like beer. Mp3. I like, yeah. Uh, so if you if you had if you had to guess out of two hundred and thirty nine check ins, so another low check in beer. Okay. Um, what do you think? What do you think the Untappedverse uh, thinks of this? I think they like it. I think that they're a fan of this beer. I don't know, but Portland's a finicky market, though. They're snooty over there about their beer. That is true. That is true. Um, but I got to go with my gut and say it's like a 4.18. No, it is It is unfortunately not. Not that high. Uh, huh? Untapped didn't think that highly of. I mean, they... 3.90. I want to I want to go out on a limit. Oh, that's like, really low. That's that is low, very low. Huh. Whoa. Okay. What is that? Weighted? Have you ever ch- I've never I've never I've I've used Untapped for years. Now, granted they've done updates and stuff. There's a weighted average? Oh, interesting. What does that so, mean? I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Uh I clicked on I clicked on the ra- the everyone rating cuz I was like, "Oh, let me see." And the weighted average is a 3.79, so I have no idea what that means. Um Maybe like the most. I, I have no idea. Interesting. Very cool, but interesting, huh? I've never. I never noticed that before. Sorry. Derail no the podcast. Derail the podcast. Yeah, I just want to look at. I'm looking at um, what Little Beast. What their some of the other popular beers are. See if I what they if they're an IPA brewery or not. It doesn't look like it. Their top. Right. Their top beers seem to be stouts, farmhouses, Belgians. They don't really seem like they do IPAs. So. 
I mean, a lot, of, a... a lot of sours and farmhouses. Eisbach uh, 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 or Eisbach? I don't know how you say it. E-I-S. I would say um, ice, but... Yeah. Yeah, a lot of traditional European styles, which I'm down with. I'm really surprised at how low this, this rating is, to be honest. I, um, I mean, when you, were, when you were describing it, smokiness is one of those things that can turn off a lot of drinkers. So, you got a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, like, like Dana is not a big... Not a big smoky person. Like I, I enjoy them as long as they're like not too, not too crazy. But smokiness is one of those flavors where you either really dig or you don't. Like, um, yeah. Uh, but hey, it sounds like if you enjoyed it, who cares? Who cares? Except yeah. for me, who gets a check mark. <laughs> right. That is true. And I will, I will give you your honks in due time. But okay. I did want to say that uh, you know our, our patrons already know this, but I did just drink a. Warhead watermelon sour beer, which that's true. Which I thought was going to really knock this beer down as uh, having a conflicting <laughs> flavor, but I think it might have actually heightened my experience with it—the fact that it was so different. So yeah, you you Who had knows? such you had such a such a mediocre beer, and now you have this one, and you're like, oh well, my god, and, flavor! And I can't think of anything more different in flavor from a smoky s'mores beer than a watermelon sour (laughs) (laughs) a watermelon flavored sour um that's right well chris honk 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 yeah all right on the board now and tud was off by four points how crazy we could just make up which which his average knocks him out of contention of (laughs) right being man of people tud right oh thank goodness so i'm the i am the gatekeeper Deep in that gate. The gatekeeper. Gatekeeper of perfect scores. That's me. That's what they say. That's what that's what everybody says. And I seem to be getting further and further away from the perfect score. So I yeah. think I think the problem is that as a podcast, our average can only get so close. So the closer that you and Tud get, the further I am kicked away from from the right number. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Who knows? Oh. I don't. You know, it's it's we've been me and Todd have been on fire recently. So you guys really have, and like, I've been left field. Yeah, I was like .01 off, and then he gets it right, and I'm like, son of a gun. Or we both were, and then Jenna, Jenna was right on, I right know. in there. She I've was been, in there too. I've been in left field, and these have all been bunts. That's that's <laughs> basically what's going on. Uh, Ober is basically the podcast version of me in T-ball, where I'm out in the with my hands in my pockets in outfield. <laughs> Yep, uh, glove on the ground, picking yep. uh, picking yep. dandelions, <laughs> picking dandelions. Oh boy, why did I ever play baseball? I'm so bad at. I stuff. think it's. I think you have to do it. I think everybody has to do t-ball. Uh, uh, I think you're right. Yeah, just just to prove that you're not good at baseball, and then you can quit. But you know, you know what's funny? I, I've brought this up before. I would play adult t-ball. Like if there's t-ball right now, I'd play the I'd play the piss out of it. It would be awesome. Like. <laughs> I wouldn't be good or anything, but it would be a lot of fun. Just get together, drink beers, and like play t-ball. Come on, yeah. I mean, what's what's better than that? It you don't even need like outfielders. You don't even need outfielders. Like, I mean, if you hit it, it's gonna go. <laughs> oh, so you just want to play top golf? Uh, sure, but I want it to be cheaper. Okay, so you just want to go to a driving range. There we go. Go to a driving range. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. This I, is, I, I this think is that Chris's be... pre-handle. Go to the driving range with your friends and and drink beer while doing it. Yeah. So I don't know if they the most driving ranges frown upon that, but you know it is what it is. I guess not the cool ones. 
Yeah, not I guess the Top Golf ones. Not the top. <laughs> They're opening a second Charlotte location, by the way. Not that I went to the first, but I was like, oh, that'd be fun. You should um, go. I think you'd have a good time. As someone who is very bad at golf, but always likes to go yeah it's it i mean i I'm i sure hate I golf and i have fun at top golf oh really oh uh, see look i love i like golf i'm i'm bad but <laughs> but yeah. it's a lot of fun um actually I've, I've been talking to some folks that i met through streaming and then actually a guy at work the other day they've been talking about disc golf and i'm like oh man i haven't been disc golfing in a while yeah. um it makes me it, it makes me miss that little grotten course that we used to go to all the time like i know i uh, just think about that the other day, actually. I wish, I wish, I wish there was an awesome little golf course, uh, disc golf course I could go to. But uh, I think there is, but the problem is you don't have anybody. You don't. You don't have the same crew that you would go with. That is true. That is true. And like you have, you should take. You should take CJ disc golfing. <laughs> I should. I should. He he would be done. No, he likes throwing things. So yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll hone him into like, like Tiger Woods back in the day, except the disc golf Tiger Woods, you know? Yeah. There's a lot more money in disc golf, clearly. Um, I think so. The PDGA Uh, is popping off. Yeah, right. But uh, because you just drank, you are drinking a stout. I see the stout. I have a roasty stout. I have a roasty stout uh, brew candy that I'm going to get into. Yes. Uh, There you go. Transitions. Um... So I'm I'm excited. Uh, the first one, floral, florally goodness, uh, kind of sweet. This one, let's see. Now I am drinking a West Coast IPA, so I don't know what's gonna happen, but here we go. Okay, this is what I was expecting. So roasty stout. I definitely get some of those classic. Like it's still sweet because it is candy, but I can definitely tell that this was based after a beer versus something that was kind of just made. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Like, I definitely get, like, it tastes like a stout, again, a little bit sweet, but I, I get those, those those like, dark, uh, the dark malt flavors, um, you know, a, a tad bit of the bitterness. Um, so, this makes more sense. This, I understand. Um, Does it taste like a Guinness? Does it taste like a, a, a different stout? I would say maybe not. It's, it's like a cross between a Guinness and like a left-hand milk stout because it's not as dry as a it's not as dry as a Guinness, but it's, it's got, got a little sweetness. It's got a little bit of sweetness, so it's like it, it if 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 a Guinness had a little bit more sweetness to it, that's what it would be. So I think right. I think I think that cross section was perfect. So I think you described it perfectly. Yeah, yeah, definitely throw one of those in the box for me. Oh yeah, no, no, I'm I'm oh, you're you're getting all you're getting all three. I got I got plenty. I got plenty. Um, and yeah, so I mean, hey. The stout ones are pretty good. I'll say that. I mean, this one I'm enjoying. So I'm pretty excited about that. So, uh, so there you go. One click accident n- number two uh, is these, uh, the, the roasty stout. I'll I'd give it a solid. Uh, I'd give this a solid maybe like on the candy scale, which of course exists. Exists. <laughs> I'd give it like a 79. So I think it's pretty oh. good. Yeah, it's pretty good. What's 100? Again, I always forget. Cadbury cream mix. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say Reese's a Reese's peanut butter cup. A Reese's peanut butter cup. Oh, Reese's peanut butter cup are also pretty good. Um, upper nineties. Yeah, upper nineties. My favorite candy is Reese's uh, my, uh, Cadbury cream egg. But um, wait, Reese's Cadbury cream egg? No, 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 no. Just uh, my my favorite is just you, a straight up Cadbury cream egg. You almost blew my mind that that existed, and I was like, uh, I need to try okay, this. so prepare to be mind blown. They do exist. Really. Really, yes. So are they along, good? 
they're not they're actually pretty good yeah uh so a while back i don't so know I who, who owns who owns reese's who owns reese's is it mars uh, reese i think reese owns them just dr reese mr reese dr reese i mean they're his they got the apostrophe <laughs> the company uh, that owns hershey's reese's, is is it hershey it might be I don't know. it might be hershey but whoever owns reese's um bought cadbury so okay. they utilize the egg format for Reese's uh, peanut butter eggs, and they're pretty—they're not that bad, actually. I think I have a picture somewhere. <laughs> okay, but are they? But they're not Cadbury. They are, but Reese's is owned by Mars okay. or, or something I, like. I have it up here: Walmart.com Reese's Easter chocolate and peanut butter cream eggs candy, twelve count. Oh man, I think I gotta buy this. It's our next one-click accident. <laughs> I was I was kind of disappointed to be honest. It was like two weeks after Easter, and I was like, I missed. I like blanked. I didn't get any jelly beans. I didn't get anything this year, and I missed my Easter candy. Yeah, now, that's the that's the bad part about it, you know. Yeah, I mean, okay, well, I will we'll say, say maybe I will buy some Reese's eggs. <laughs> I will say um, it was it was considerably after Easter. I don't remember exactly when. Maybe like early May or late April, something like that. And I went to Sam's Club, and they had um, they had 16 packs of... It was eight of the Cadbury cream eggs and then eight of the Reese's eggs that we were just talking oh. about. And they were like $3.28, so I bought literally like, I don't know, 80 eggs. <laughs> yeah, be, I would be in trouble with that one. <laughs> they're, they're like, it's my all-time favorite candy, and you can only get it at Easter. It sucks. I love but, them. I love them so much. Anyways... I think part of the appeal is the fact that it's only seasonal, you know? You may be right. You may be right. I think but... we talk about that sometimes on the show where we have, like, seasonal things that we try and do. Right. Where it's like, you know, I wouldn't want to drink Oktoberfest beers year-round. Then that there'd be Oktoberfest of Palooza beers. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is very true, yeah. But... Um... Okay, well, I actually have... Uh... An article here I'd like to talk about. This is something we haven't done for, for a while, but back to our roots a little bit. Article talking. Article talking, the segment hosted by Obert. <laughs> um, on, this, on this episode of Article Talking, we have an article titled, Anheuser-Busch plans biggest beer giveaway ever to encourage vaccinations. I am uh, intrigued. I am clickbaited. Yeah. Okay. Consider yourself clicked because uh, I think that's how it works, right? <laughs> uh, probably yes. I think that is how. I think that's how it works. Yeah, this you is, get uh, clicked. There's, there's a ton of articles out there. If you Google, you know, Anheuser Busch vaccine giveaway, Bill Gates microchip. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, ignore those last parts. Um, it's been edited. But this is uh, this is from the Fortune.com article. They say, give call it a shot in beer combo. Anheuser Busch, the company behind Budweiser, has partnered with the Biden White House to give every American a free beer. If 70% of Americans are vaccinated with at least one shot by the 4th of July. Um, So, yeah. And then further in this article, it talks about they're basically going to give out a a $5 coupon towards a beer, seltzer, or non-alcoholic drink from Anheuser-Busch to um, if we as a country can collectively get our shit together and get 70% of people to agree to get a vaccine and get it done by the 4th of July. That's awesome. That's so that's like what else do you need if you're on the fence? Right. There's no other there's uh, like wh- does it say where we're at like by the way, do we know where we're at? I'm not sure. 
Um, um, yes, this article tells us. It says oh, that about nice. 60, 63% of adults have received at least one shot, and we're currently on track to meet Biden's July 4th goal, as long as the current pace of vaccination holds. Okay. So, but I think this is the push we need as a country to get us over the limit. Right. I mean, honestly, if you ever want the country to do anything, just give them a free beer and uh, chances are they'll do whatever. Um, But no, I mean, like, that's so that's cool. Number one, as someone who is fully vaccinated and thinks everybody should get vaccinated. That's my that's Chris's official stance. I'm not saying. But it's a bold, a bold stance. It's a bold (laughs) stance. Uh, (laughs) I believe everybody should get vaccinated. Um, But you know, I would definitely drink a free beer just by making the entire planet healthy. You know, I, I, I would enjoy that beer very much. I'm looking forward to my $5 voucher. Yeah. So it says that um, if the goal is met, Anheuser-Busch will give every drinking age American a beer if they upload a picture of themselves in their favorite drinking spot to mycooler.com slash beer. Oh, that's how they get you. I have to do That's work. how they get you. It's not just going to... I guess it won't just come in the mail. You won't just get like the beer showing up at your front door. Just I expected a, a golden ticket kind of scenario where everybody okay. gets a golden ticket. That's what I was hoping. That's what I was hoping yeah. for. Just like a mysterious knock on your door and you open it and it's just a, a six pack of Bud. It's Joe, it's Joe Biden. Joe Biden handing you a tall, a tall boy <laughs> and throwing it back with you. Oh, man. Did you know I, Biden doesn't drink, by the way? I did not. I was actually just about to say I would drink with Joe Biden. I did not know he didn't yeah, drink. Yeah, the last two presidents, Biden and Trump, neither one of them drink, which is interesting. That but, is interesting. I did not know oh, that. Obama had a microbrewery in the White House, on the other hand. So. See, I would drink with Obama. Yeah, yeah. I bet you he Obama's had, like makes bomb beer. They had, uh, and I wish I, I don't have it handy. Maybe if I can find it, I'll put it in the show notes. But they made like a, like a honey lager with with bees that they had at the white house they like had the honey they they cultivated there it was pretty oh, cool oh that is awesome yeah wow okay yeah um Let me see. but, it, what would but anyway be? back to back to this article <laughs> um yeah so montana i'm calling you out especially flathead county where i live we are at as a state we're at like 42 percent vaccinated that's lower and than here. Yeah, Montana still they don't like the vaccine. <laughs> I guess my county's at thirty three percent fully vaccinated, and so and that's you. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's just me and the other two people won't want to do it. But um, Montanans, I'm calling you out. Do your part. Get the vaccine. Get me a free beer, please. And there Get you go. Get yourself a free beer. Yeah, both of us a free beer. Everybody gets a free beer. But realistically, like California, New York, Florida, Texas, like you guys do your part and get me a free beer. They are doing their part. That's true. That is true. That's true. That's true. They're doing better than us, I think. I think so too. That's that's cool. I would I would I think I think that's a really fun fun program. And uh, I I don't know. We're gonna have to. We should all. It, I don't know how it's going to work, but when we do, if we do, we should all bring our free vaccination beers to the podcast. I think so, too. I think we got to get, we got to call up the news, tell them <laughs> on top of Anheuser-Busch's announcement, there's a second announcement that we'll drink the beer and record an episode. <laughs> at news. Yes. Yeah. Well, there we go. Um, I mean, at news. <laughs> That's how we get them. <laughs> Excuse me, news. Uh, are you here? Uh, you patch him news in. Prob- patch. To be honest, news probably listens to the podcast. So, right. 
Uh, news right in. <laughs> yeah, news right in. Well, all that f- all that free beer talk has got me really craving a sweet. <laughs> <laughs> nice twist on our normal our normal segue. There you go. Uh, so the, uh, one more. I got the honey ale here of the brew candy. This Let's is see. like the most candy flavored candy. Yeah, I'm definitely expecting like a halls kind of thing, like a honey halls. So, but let's let's see. Okay, so it is honey honey ale flavored. It's honey flavored, but you can definitely tell it's supposed to be a beer. Interesting. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, I wasn't so expecting that. It's not just straight honey. I mean, it's definitely got honey to it. But like, if you think of like a honey ale, it doesn't just taste like honey. Um, it's definitely got some of those like maltier, crispier notes. Yeah. Um, a little bit, it's, it's sweet like the other ones. I mean, I'm not, I'm not expecting anything else. Um, but you know, it's, it's a solid, um, it's a solid, uh, it's a solid, solid candy. I mean, uh, the last two, I will say, I think I started with the right one because the last two have been kind of on point. Like, um, I'm not saying it's the best candy I've ever had. I think the stout's my favorite of the three, but it's pretty neat. It's definitely different. Uh, you know, shout out to Swag Brewery if you are a real brewery. You're definitely a real candy company. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'll look into that while you tell us about this candy. But I mean, yeah, it definitely has like like beer t- characteristics where it's not s- straight up just honey. It is um, got some of that bitterness to it. Okay, so uh, Swag Brewery doesn't appear to be a, a real brewery. They just make enough. beer stuff. Fair enough. Okay, that's fair. Um but yeah, it's it's a solid it's a solid little little thing to have. I'm I'm actually uh kind of ex- kind of I'm like you know taken taken aback by it. So um so there you go. That's 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 my one click accident from seventy episodes ago. Pretty much, it's uh made, made great content. Yeah, it was it was good. It was really good. Yeah, but then and now, well, definitely yeah. then, definitely then. <laughs> But it was it was it's good, interesting. So if you're getting a box from me, expect some of these little candies in there um, to try them to try them yourself. On Swag Brewery's website, under products they list, they have Honest Flasks, which is like flasks with funny sayings on them, brew candy, hot sauce, brew candles, enamel mugs, boozy soap. Okay. Um, so here's yeah. an interesting an interesting thing. Sorry, as I took the candy out of my mouth. Um, I had it's like a slight anise. I think that's the right the right the right terminology for it. Licorice. Yep, aftertaste, which I'm not crazy about. So the aftertaste is kind of ruining ruining it a little bit for mm-hmm. me. But but yeah, luckily I have a little bit more beer to wash it back down with. But like you said, it's just more complex than just like a honey halls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I was not expecting that. I was expecting a honey halls, but uh, yeah, they're uh, I'm interested in their candles here though. I don't know how much I would really pay for a candle. They're charging 20 bucks a candle. But they have uh, Hoppy IPA, Bourbon Whiskey, Vintage Merlot, Breakfast Stout, Vanilla Porter, Hard Cider. A lot of these are not beers, you'll notice. No, but, uh, they're not. But I know I know. Chris is a man of candles. I do like candles. I'm not going to go out. I'm not going to try and hide it. I love candles. I don't burn them in the house anymore because... Yeah, you have you have children. I, I, I have the children everywhere. But, and uh, a billion cats. So many, cho- so many cats and children. <laughs> um, but I mean, I, you said bourbon candle, and I, I, I could get behind a bourbon candle. Yeah, they they describe it as rich, peppery, and oaty. It's currently sold out, but uh, mm. forty hour burn time, hand poured in the USA, eight ounce candle made from a recycled twenty two ounce bomber bottle. 
I think eight ounces is kind of low for twenty bucks. I think oh, like for a sure. I think like a Yankee candle is like twenty four ounces, and it's like twenty bucks ish. So it's been a long time since I've since yeah. I've bought but, candles. But I think I think you buy this candle, you show up at like uh, like a Christmas like a Yankee swap or something. It's gonna be hot ticket item. Yeah, that'd be interesting. No one wants a shake weight. It's the new shake weight. If anybody is looking for a birthday and or a Christmas presents for for Chris, this is uh, the the bourbon whiskey candle from Swag Brewery. The, the I'm, way I'm, to go. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I think it'll I think it'll make uh, a nice aroma. Everybody's gonna be like, oh, interesting, interesting house smell. Yeah, your Chris, you know your house smells like whiskey, right? <laughs> oh wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, but it is time to end the episode as we always do. With our Frosty Mug of Wisdom, uh, this week we're putting away the three-handled mug, taking out the two-handled mug, uh, filling it up with life advice, things to watch, things to uh, apps to download, maybe. Um, but before we get there, we start, start the segment as we always do with the special song from Jordan. Jordan, take it away. Test your handle. Test. Mug of wisdom. All right. Thank you, Jordan. And um, without further ado, Hawk. Hawk, 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 0.01, hawk, off. Chris, uh, the gatekeeper of this week's episode. Thank this week's you. Mug, gatekeeping that mug. Um, who's, who's handling first? I think I'm going to handle first, and I don't know if I should save this handle because I know we've talked about it a little bit on via text message, and it's a bit of a different ha- – I mean, it's a – it's a handle. It's a Netflix series or Netflix special. If it's the handle you're, I think you're thinking of. I have a lot of thoughts. Okay, so it I, I, I want to get. I want to get into this. This is going to be, is. I think, a little longer handle discussion. It is. It is. So okay. So you know, parting the kimono. Last night, last week, we didn't have. We didn't do handles. I, I know. I know. You guys uproar. You know, basically oh, all, they, of, all across the Discord, the Facebook, the Instagram hashtag no handles was trending. Yeah, exactly. And um, but I did have this handle queued up. Now at the time, I want to put you in the mindset. So I was super excited. Uh, I had watched about thirty minutes of this special. Right. Um, it, one of my one of my favorite comics. I get his song stuck in my head all the time. Bo Burnham was coming out with a new uh documentary or uh comedy special. It's supposed to be um not documentary. I mean, it, but it kind of was. It was weird. It was a weirdly both. Um, <laughs> and uh, But it, it came out with a comedy special called Inside. Now, at the time, I had watched about 30 minutes because I have kids, etc. And um, and the first 30 minutes are extremely funny. Like, uh, I mean, not as good as his old stuff, I will say. But, like, there were some funny, por- funny parts. And, like, it was a very different style. And then the last 60 minutes really make you sit back and think a lot. So... I know Obert's talked a lot. I mean, I, I'll say, 
Bo Burnham inside, check it out. But I was super, super pumped for it because he kind of, for those of you that don't know who Bo Burnham is, he's a comedian who has battled with like mental health issues uh, his entire career, it seems. And he actually took like a five or six year hiatus just from uh, some of his last specials. He's like, uh, he, he had a bunch of really, really funny songs. So he had some mental health issues and then he came in and so I saw he was coming back and I was like, oh, thank goodness. Um, but it makes me really question if he's like, better you know like that's kind of my thing so i don't know over you said you had some thoughts on it too but i don't know i i did i did yeah Yeah. so so bo burnham on netflix is the special um which nowhere does he call a comedy special but it's a special i guess that is true called inside and um he got his start on youtube playing the piano and singing parody or funny songs and like chris alluded to throughout the first half of the special there's a lot of catchy funny songs about you know social commentary that kind of thing um but the reason the special is called inside is because he just basically describes the beginning of the the special the premise is he's going to spend a year inside the small room filming and recording and making this special entirely by himself now this is someone who like i said got to start just as a 16-year-old kid in his bedroom playing a keyboard with a camera making YouTube videos. He then went on to have be a, a touring comedian and do live stand-up in front of huge audiences, and he has since admitted that that gave him panic attacks. Uh, he's done a couple other projects. He did, like, 8th Grade is someone that I really want to watch. I've heard good things. Um, but this, this special is, again, just shot entirely by him in his in a small spare bedroom in his house, presumably. And uh, it really kind of goes off the rails with how he deals with the isolation of COVID. And I think he plays up the melodrama. I will say it's probably not something for everyone. But as someone who lives by myself, um, been working from home for over a year and spends entirely way too much time inside, it really resonated with me as, uh, you know, there's some dark spiraling thoughts about where we're going as a society and just, again, things that you think of when you've been inside way too long, kind of cooped up and removed from society. And like Chris said, a lot of really good uh, songs, catchy, catchy stuff, funny stuff, but the second half goes off the rails. It's not for everyone. I think, like I said, being a guy in his 30s who lives alone, I really resonated with it. I think the further you are from any of those things the less it'll resonate with you. Um, but it, it, it really, um, it really worked for me. Yeah. I mean, obviously I'm a man who is in his thirties, so I got that one, but the other two I do not have. Um, it was definitely, I think he does play up to it a little bit, like you were saying, um, you know, but like it was, it was different. It was way different. And it really makes you think And like, you know, COVID was big and it, it affected millions and billions of people, obviously. I guess this is, we can say billions, right? Like, that's right. Like, yeah. That's not wrong. That's what the pan and pandemic means. It means billions? It means worldwide. Everybody? It means everybody? Yeah. It means so, everybody. And just, it really makes you think, like, you know, how it affected someone. Like, you know, me, honestly, outside of wearing a mask, nothing really changed. I mean, I kind of, I still went to work. I still came home. But for, for other folks, that's not how it was. And it, it kind of gives you, like, a weird perception of, like what it is like especially for someone who is alone for that long um 
and and someone who has a history of mental health issues. So I mean, it's I don't know. It's it was it was not what I expected. I was super pumped when I found out he was coming out with a special, uh, and then it was uh, it was different, um, and that's okay. I mean, it was still good. It was still good. He's a very good entertainer. He's a very good like uh, you know like director, writer, whatever you want to call it. Um, he's very good at that kind of stuff. Um, but it definitely was, if you're expecting like a ha ha comedy, don't check it out, but no, no. yeah, it's not that it's definitely not that there uh, are a few chuckle moments, but like, yeah, um, yeah. but it's a especially- polarizing reaction. Some people hated it. Some people loved it. Yeah. Except for me, the reaction, I, I really resonated strongly with it. Um, I think it's the closest depiction to what it's been like to be in this pandemic for me. Right. That I've seen anywhere, written, audio, visual, anything. This is this is. I think twenty years from now, I can look back and say this is close to what it was like for me in the pandemic. Come here, come here, kiddos. This is what it was like back in twenty twenty. Ex- exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but there uh, are some funny songs. I there are. I I would tell someone who wants to just see some of Bo's hilarity to check out uh, White Women. White Woman Instagram, I think, was one of his catchiest, funniest songs. Yeah, I I agree. I think the White Woman Instagram was pretty funny. You have to watch a video for that, though. You have to watch it. it, it you have you to can't watch, listen. Yeah, yeah, you can't listen. You have to watch a video. And it's um, not on YouTube. I've you kind of have to skip through Netflix. It's like thirty minutes in. Okay. All right. Yeah, uh, I haven't I haven't searched for it on on the YouTube's yet. So um, because that was catchy and it's 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 like spot on. <laughs> Like yeah. it's almost too perfect. Um, but I mean, check out Bo Burnham's inside. And if you want just some, honestly, some just awesome comedy, check out some of his older specials um, where there, there are still some smattering of some of the stuff that we're talking about now, but not nearly as heavy, definitely not nearly as heavy. Um, but those songs are catchy and funny. So, uh, but official handle Bo Burnham inside, check it out for a weird outlook on the pandemic of 2020 so yeah um all right over i I choose you to go next oh darn i mean (laughs) yay uh my handle's pretty straightforward it's um it's a video game it's available on steam and on ios in the apple arcade which is where i played it it's called what the golf My my new phone came with like a free 90 day membership to apple arcade which is supposed to be good cell phone games that ads, which we've talked about i'm a huge fan of i downloaded what the golf and it is such a strange game um it reminds me a lot of WarioWare with all these little micro games that are just designed to make you laugh and uh i don't want to spoil too much of it if if you are going to play it but it really it's designed like a mini golf game but there's no score and the the object that you're shooting, like the first level, it's a ball. But then from there, it just becomes increasingly more and more bizarre, where at one point you're like, you, you know, pull back and swing and you launch the golfer across the screen. <laughs> um, yeah. At one point, it's like the, the couch behind the golfer just goes flying. And the, the game just gets funny. so absurd and ridiculous. One of the levels in the demo is called Hole in One. And you you go to take a swing, and the hole moves, and you have to <laughs> put the hole in a giant number one. <laughs> uh, yeah, some of them be like, you go, and as soon as you get close to the pin, like the pin moves. It's just designed to make you say, like, what the every single hole? 
<laughs> it does a really good job. It's a lot of fun. I know Ted wasn't a huge fan. We talked about it, but um, so not a not a three person handle on this one. But I really liked it. It the other thing is the soundtrack is great. I think it just consists of people saying the words "what," "the," and "golf" in various harmonic tones, and it's just a great soundtrack. Great game. What the golf? It's like I think it's five bucks on Steam. You have to. I think you have to have Apple Arcade to get it. And I don't know if you can get it on Android, but you cannot. I just looked. I just looked. Um, but it's such a good game. Even though it is a better cell phone game, I would say I would play it again on PC because of how much fun I had with it. Okay, so I don't need. Like I don't need Apple. Games. I don't need Apple to get it on Steam. Right. Right. I can just. Da- okay. Cool. Cool. Because Apple sucks. Uh. It sounds fun. It sounds sounds very interesting. So yeah, uh, who knows? It was a, oh, it's also on the Switch. Oh, okay. I, I, yeah. I have I have that. And there's a whole world where it's first person golf, where you're like um, moving your phone to like aim. And interesting. That would be a lot of fun with the Switch, I think. Especially if yeah. It's oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That's yeah. Cool. Apple Arcade, Steam, Nintendo Switch, and Epic Golf Store. So if you have a Switch and or an iPhone. Those are two places I recommend to get it. Cool. Well, uh, I'll I'll definitely check it out. It sounds it sounds pretty fun, and it'll add, it'll be added to the many many Steam games that I own. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But I would like to, I would like to thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you uh, to the breweries that we had on the podcast today. I would like to start off by thanking Percent Tap House the Small Batch Brewery, for their auspicious Sunlight West Coast IPA. And I want to thank Little Beast Brewing for the best s'mores stout I've ever had with their Merit Badge. Very nice. Uh, so make sure you follow us on all social medias at DAWF Podcast. That includes Instagram. Basically, Instagram is the big one. Do that because you see pictures of beer, pictures of beautiful lakes, etc. Uh, make sure you're giving us a five-star review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever the hell it's called now. No one can keep up. They change the name every five years. Like, how are you yeah, supposed to? Right? How are you really supposed to? They changed the name once, and we're supposed to remember. Come on. Yeah, how, how are you supposed to remember? Give us five-star reviews on that. A five-star review like. Painful Plays, who says, Legendary, friends together drinking alone. It's beautifully elegant while putting a smile on my face. 12 out of 10 stars would do several more times. So uh, do 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 that. Do that. Yeah. You can copy that if you want. It's ele- That's that's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. But if that's... you say something different, we might read it. Yeah, right. <laughs> we, might, we may read it again. Who knows? Um, I don't. <laughs> Oh, make sure you, uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, make sure you hit up the email, dawfpodcast at gmail.com. You know, we want to hear from you guys. If you have any topics of conversation, beer news, non-beer news, it doesn't even matter. You send it over there. Breakfast, I guess. I don't know. We've been saying it for three years. It hasn't worked yet. So I don't think anyone's given us, yeah, a <laughs> not a single, yet, bre- not a single breakfast has, be, has been sent. Makes uh, you wonder the uh, efficacy of this outro. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Uh, but yeah, no, thank you guys all for listening. Uh, make sure you check out our pop, our pop, 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 Patreon. Make sure you check out our Patreon where we uh, release the pregame every week. Uh, it's about 
anywhere from like 15 to 30 minutes depending and uh it's a little bit of extra DAWF that you just so love and you can get that for as little as a dollar a month and it helps support the podcast so we do appreciate our patrons thank you patronuses uh saxophone noise uh but yes thank you so much for listening we do appreciate you uh and uh my name's chris and i am obert and remember if you're drinking alone do it with friends no i can't wait to get this beer box oh i know i'm you should see my counter right now i have like six or seven oh check out beer uh but we have six or seven <laughs> i've got to put myself over <laughs> outro <laughs> Um, I have like six or seven boxes, like just like okay, this one goes to you, and this one goes to you, and this one goes to you. So fun beer draft. That yeah, it's a good thing. I, I know. Beer god. I'm like trying to think of like fun things that everybody would enjoy. You know what I mean? So, and of course, I only hit up a couple, a couple beer stores. So like, well, I say beer stores, but like breweries. <laughs> you only hit up a couple of beer factories. Beer factories. Yes. It should be the new name for breweries. Ah, oh, that'd be so cool.